What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Essence, and you're riding the wave of Wisdom in Red, where we are encouraging people to live life through the words and spirit of Christ. Uh, Today, I just wanted to talk briefly with you guys about being mindful of men's feelings uh, in this feminist era. Um, I'm not a feminist. I love men. The feminism today that's pushed really seems to have a hatred towards men and a bitterness towards men. Um, And that's always been the case to some degree, but I do understand the initial first wave of, of, of feminism. But this, this, this episode is not about feminism. However, we are affected by it. We see it in the media. We see it in the movies. We see it in, you know, the women are saving themselves now. The men aren't coming to save them in the movies and in the, the TV shows. And, you know, women are leading the pack now and all of these different things. And, you know, I understand all of those things and that's fine and dandy. Um, but I respect and love the role of, of the man that God has set. Feminist views overall, specifically with this other wave, uh, second wave of feminism that we're seeing today. Um, I... I am seeing how it greatly goes against a lot of the teachings in the word or it twists, you know, it go, it, it's just, it's a contradiction to biblical theology, um, in a lot of ways. And I'm not trying to get into that either. So what am I trying to get into specifically being mindful of how men are being spoken to and treated by women right now in this era? Um, as a believing woman, a believer in Christ, um, I adore, I love the role that God has given to, to the men. And I love the level of equality that he has always shown, um, that we, that we see in the scriptures. A lot of people will argue that and just focus on the sinfulness or the carnality that man showed towards men in the culture Um, within the the scriptures. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how Christ reacted to women. I'm talking about not what man did with women. I'm talking about how God viewed women and how God treated women, not how culture turned things and twisted things and abused things, abused women. Um, The Lord really took risk with Christ, you know, I mean, Christ really took risk with women, you know, um, having intimacy with women without it being sensual or sexual, having friendships with women, um, giving a woman, women, the gospel before his own, you know, his own boys, you know, how they were the first there, how he honored that they were there and didn't overlook them to go and give the gospel, not the gospel, but that he is risen uh, to show that first to his guys instead of them. Um, Speaking to the woman at the well, you know, I mean, he did talk to that one chick a little crazy uh, about, you know, how, you know, the dogs don't give, the dogs don't give their, their, the, you know, their food to the, you know, excuse me, I'm sorry, the, the people don't give their food to their, to their dogs, right? But the, the lady's response, the whole point was the setup of her faith. He was about to demonstrate her faith, which was saying, even the dogs eat the crumbs from their master's table. Like he's saying, I'm not going to give my children's food 
to give to you and she was like well i'm gonna at least take the crumbs like i'm about to be i'm about to be rich off the crumbs and of course the christ you know christ then blessed that woman because it was just a straight setup about how faithful she was being and um and she didn't even belong to the fold yet so anyhow i say that because first off the lord has shown so much love and respect and honor for women you know how he saved the woman that was caught in the act of adultery and they never even mentioned the man so the lord takes it 10 steps further and it's just like but look at all y'all stuff you know so he's without he who's without seeing cast the first stone so it's it's the whole point is he's saying this isn't a masculine or feminine issue this is an issue of the heart an issue dealing with our sinful nature an issue of dealing with with what the heck is on the inside of us because he said from out of the abundance of the of the heart the mouth speaks so what i wanted to bring up is i got into it this is very recent i kind of posted about it on facebook i didn't say any details but i got into it with a mechanic and it was a mechanic who i had known for some years who when i lived out here in arizona before that's who i used to, to work on my car um I pretty much trusted him to, to work on my car or else I wouldn't have gone to him. And I sent other people to him, gave him other business. Um, and, but I also knew that he had, he was kind of touchy emotionally. Like he was kind of uh, very easily offended. And I simply took that up to one, him just kind of being a hood dude who is a mechanic and mechanics, you know, he's like a hood mechanic. You know what I mean? Like he's got his shop. He's been in business for a couple of decades. But one of the things is that I, I just always felt like maybe somebody's always trying to get their money back or say, oh, you didn't do this right or didn't do that right. So I was kind of aware of that, but it didn't stop me from being upset at him and not trusting him when he got that attitude with me. So he and I ended up kind of getting into it. There was serious miscommunication. Um, it really offended me because I had brought other people to him and I had been um, a faithful um you know, customer of his. And I couldn't believe that that's how he would talk to me and talk to me like that so quickly and so easily. And then it, of, of course I had to remember that that's just his personality and it's just not cool. You know what I mean? It's not cool that he feels he could just kind of talk to people any kind of way the minute he feels some type of way. Um, however, this man was trying to help me, but I, that, that help, I overlooked him trying to help me because of how nasty his attitude was and how quickly he would, you know, he flipped the script on me and got defensive and all these other things. But of course, him being that hood mechanic, he gets a lot of hood folks. He gets folks that's trying to just, you know, get over on him, I guess. I don't know, but he treated, he, he started treating me like that and that upset me. So it didn't help because my phone had stopped um, working where I couldn't take inbound and outbound calls. At the time, I didn't realize all I had to do was turn my phone off and on and it would have fixed the problem. However, so we're, we're having, we start off getting into it over text and because some stuff that he was supposed to fix caused something else to happen on my car. So I didn't know what was going on. I thought my engine was about to go off. I have, you know, a fairly new car, so it didn't make sense to me. And his attitude made me think like he was trying to get over on me. Well, he thought I was trying to get over on him because I said, well, let me get half my money back because I needed, to, I still needed the problem to get fixed. I, I needed to know that there was nothing wrong with my car. So I needed somebody else then to go look at it. Anyhow, this just was further irritating him. And I ended up, you know, having my cousin with me, 
um, when I take the car up there to try to get it looked at and the guy is basically not having it he's not trying to look at my car he's not trying to look into my concerns at all because he's already too emotionally teed off as was I so now because I see that he's just trying to be defensive and not look into my problem I'm even more upset so after this situation was over I realized okay I'm not going to get anything out of him I asked my cousin you know who's a very mature man um I asked him I said you know you know was I out of order like was I kind of in his face a little bit he was like yeah you kind of were he was like um he said yeah yeah you were out of order and I and I and so some days went by of me thinking on this now keep in mind my car still isn't fixed I don't know what the man's gonna do with it but um anyhow my whole point is that if it 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 caused me to focus in on my own actions it caused me to look into how easily like I've been on my own for so long just as a single mom two children and how you know I think you know I kind of because I ended up just kind of crying in front of my brother I said you know I'm so tired of having to be strong that I think you know, just even in my frustration, I'm not saying people, anybody wouldn't get frustrated. Anybody wouldn't get mad and go off on them. What I'm saying is that it caused me to be in a bigger bind because that's how I responded. I did not respond in wisdom. You get more bees with honey than with vinegar. You ain't going to get no bees with no vinegar. And so I thought back on, you know, into how I've had various conversations with a lot of alpha males, you know, in my circle, um, and how there's no convincing some of them of certain things because just as men that is how they're going to think a certain way about something and they're not going to give in to the way that I would want them to think about something um and this is something that I know you know this is something that I've realized and that's why I don't I, I try my best to not argue with men because I know that men have a certain way of viewing things that come from the Lord you know there's just a certain way of thinking that 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 men possess that is beautiful and given by God so therefore for me to constantly try to get a man to think of something the way that I see it I think is unrealistic I think it's it's cool because to to a certain extent yes there is a way to communicate something and you have to communicate more wisely so that someone of of an opposite gender can understand but but my point is I had gotten so used to not being around the authority of a man I was living in Kansas before coming back here to Arizona. I was living in Kansas for some years, over five years. And I was around basically no one except women and older women at that. So these are women that are highly opinionated. They've lived their lives and they're single for the most part. And, um, and so I've not even had to deal with the authority or the mentality of a man in my circle. I mean, like there are men in my circle, but we're all spread out. We're all in different states. It's not, it's nothing that we have to truly engage on, uh, in person. And so, um, you know, it's different from when you're in chats with guys or something like that. And you guys can all share your opinions on a platform and da, 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 da. That's one thing. But when you have to engage with a man on certain matters, um, how you engage that man has to be done in wisdom in way more wisdom 
you have to be mindful of that man's feelings and, 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 you know, just, just as I want that man to be mindful of my feelings. So this argument caused me to hone in on my, my issues. And what I found out was that I just really, God has blessed me now that I'm in, in Arizona. I am surrounded by a handful of amazingly strong men, very wise men and godly men and men who they're not, they're not going to take no stuff. They're not going to take no stuff. And these are very sure men, but they're, like I said, they're very wise. And so when I had this situation happen with the, the, with this mechanic, I forgot that this mechanic also had feelings. And because I'm not used to being around a a man in person and and having problems with a man in person, I allowed the authority of of the woman that I've been walking in to disrespect him by talking over him, pushing him for a, a, a solution, pushing him for an answer. And that's not normally how I, how I, how I move. That's not normally, I mean, don't get it twisted. I, I am highly opinionated and I have had to learn how to bag back and to bag off, even with talking on the phone with guys. Um, you know, I basically was raised by a single mother. I did have a stepdad for a little while, but that's a whole other story. And then I, you know, as a single mother, I wasn't around the authority of a man raising my children, which was a huge concern for me, which I had been in prayer to the Lord about for a long time. And the Lord finally opened the door for us to move back here to where my children can have, you know, be raised under the authority of their dad. And so my whole point in saying all of this, you guys, is it is so easy to get caught women. It's so easy for us to get caught up and supported subconsciously by a feminist era. This era is anti-God. This spirit of feminism is anti-God. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't let that get into you. Don't let that get in the church. And you might not even see my point yet of what I'm saying. It was wrong. I don't care how wrong that man was doing me. Um, when I know that I still have a dire need of my car being fixed and I don't have bukus of cash to be dropping at a dealership. So I had to rely on this man and I needed to have wisdom with this man so that he could complete the job that he was supposed to complete. But I was so caught up in my feelings and feeling that I needed justice now. I needed to be vindicated because I wasn't at fault here, da 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 da. But I was. And see, the sad part is that because the, the thing is that the mechanic was overlooking the fact that the job, something happened within the car. So all his interest, even it just jumped off my car, which I understand customer service and being professional and all of that. And all of that. But when somebody is already helping you out, he was already helping me out. He was already going out of his way for me. And then I turn around and I get an attitude because all of a sudden I don't trust him, you know, um, So he was deeply offended. I did not handle the situation wisely. And so my point is that I'm not saying that everything about feminism, all of that is that that's why I had that moment. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it made me more mindful of how easily we can get into it 
with men, ladies, how easily we, we want them to see our role and what we've done and all of these things. When God tells us that vengeance is his, God tells us about how he talks, he talks to us about his wisdom. He talks to us about being gentle. He talks about how, you know, being, how kindness, being kind to someone is like hot coals on their head. You know, he, he gives wisdom about that. He talks about not, you know, not being this nagging wife and all of these different things. And and he's not saying that the Lord's not saying that saying that, that we are some negative creature that's got to be, you know, put in our place. He's not saying it like that. He's saying, daughter, I'm raising you to be a woman of virtue and wisdom, you know, just like, um, was her name Abigail? I keep wanting to say her name is Abigail. Um, when, you know, she, you know, went out, you know, and, and, you know, her, she had that foolish husband, um, and she went out cause he had insulted, uh, David, you know, David's guys and all of that. And David and his folks was about to, you know, just kill him, kill him off. But the woman had a gentleness and a wisdom. She wasn't trying to be foolish along with her husband. You know, she wasn't trying to argue with him or anything like that. She's just sitting back saying, okay, what, what, what where's the solution? how can I solve a potential problem here or something that my husband has made into a problem? And she presents the king, you know, and and his men with these gifts before he could even hit the house. She's already, you know, steps ahead, far away from the home, presenting, you know, this, you know, the, the, the men with these gifts so that, you know, her, her house can live so that her husband ain't going to get murdered, even though he was acting all kinds of foolish, you know, Uh, There is a level of wisdom that the Lord is calling us to in gentleness. He calls men to gentleness. All of these different uh, things that, that, that the Holy Spirit possesses. And so now because of this situation, because of me being foolish, in a sense, giving into my emotions, um, thankfully I have a very wise family and my uh, family member stepped in and smoothed it over to some degree. And I can't even deal with the man now. He won't even deal with me whatsoever. Um, so I'll be lucky if my car ends up in a good position, you know what I mean? And me not having to still go to the dealership and pay all that other money. But my whole point is don't allow this era. I keep saying my whole point is, (laughs) but I'm saying just ladies, don't allow this era to, allow you to forget that men have feelings men have emotions and men have a lot of power behind their feelings and their emotions you know these are grown men and and even little boys they're powerful in their even in their body structures you know if if they if they want to hurt somebody oh my gosh you know a lot of us women are smaller than a lot of these men by natural build biology you know, um, so what I'm, I'm saying is just please be mindful. Don't think that you could talk to a man any kind of way. Don't think that, you know, I know that society has us think all too much, all, all too much that men don't have feelings, that men only want sex, that men, um, only want to go after money and things like that, or they're lazy and they only want what they want. I know that society and even our own experiences would have us to feel that way, but it doesn't matter. 
that, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, what men are putting out, they still are very emotional individual creatures. Um, and they are loved by God. They are created by God and they have a role. They have a place. And it's just, I just, I hope you guys really feel where I'm coming from or can understand where I'm coming from. It's so easy for women to pop off on men thinking that men aren't really truly like real. And and when I say that, it's like we pop off thinking that y'all are like a brick wall. We expect nonchalantness. We expect deflection. We expect lies. We expect everything negative from men, it seems. You know, we just think that we could talk any kind of way. We think that we can do any kind of thing. And it doesn't matter because you guys don't really care about us women anyway. You just want your own way. So what does it matter if I want to go off on you? What does it matter if I want to treat you however I want to treat you or however y'all have treated me in the past? How, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, we can't go there, especially as believing women, because the Lord has called us to walk by the spirit of the Lord. And in Galatians 5, he talks about what the fruit of that looks like it's discipline it's patience it's goodness you know it's peace it's all of these other things it's 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 selflessness not being a doormat it's just not having a selfish ambition it's having a god-filled ambition towards ourselves and the opposite sex which causes us to walk in love causes us to walk in righteousness and his wisdom and not leaning to our own understanding because a lot of us as women if we lean to our own understanding what we end up doing is really just just operating it out of our hurts operating out of our fears operating out of you know uh, uh what the world has taught us as opposed to what god's taught us and, and i'm talking about subconsciously so i i cried to my brother you know, the other day about this situation with the mechanic. Um, because I realized, because I, I was so humbled. This situation has really humbled me. It humbled me in the sense of you got to have more trust in the Lord, more respect for other, for, for more, more wisdom. A respect for wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just, it was just humble, just humble pie. Like I haven't been around men in so long that when a man was trying to check me and I'm saying it, when a man was trying to, when this guy was basically trying to, he, he's not messing with me. He's trying to basically put me in my place by not messing with me. And he's got my vehicle. So this has been very humbling for me because like I said, I'm not in a financial situation right now. And that's another lesson. You got to make sure that you got, that you got your money up and I'm just moving out here. So I'm having to re up on everything. So I can't afford to sit up there and argue with this man. I can't sit up there and act like, you know, like I could just go. Cause if that's the case, I would have just took my stuff to a dealership. If I, you know, you see, you see what I'm saying? Like we have to be more mindful of these things. We can't sit up there and, and expect people to do something for us and then think that we could just be nasty. The minute that we 
you know, lose faith or have a trust issue or you, you see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that guys don't do this very same thing, but I'm not talking to men because I'm not a man. I'm, I'm really addressing women on this. Like it's a lot because I think that there are a lot of marriages like this. I think there are a lot of friendships that are, that are uneven because men are thinking, I just got to bow down to what the woman says. And you got a lot of men sitting around here unhappy and trying their best not to cheat on their wives because women sitting up here in their feminist moods feeling some type of way about themselves like they stuff don't stink. And I don't have no man. So in a sense like this to me was a very close reminder as to how I have to be sure to check myself. Because when I was married, I definitely had to check it. But I hadn't had to be around a man in so long and deal with a, a man's emotions and the way he thinks for so long person like in person you know in close proximity that this was a wake-up call for me a mind just a mindfulness to be gentle that you get more more bees with honey than with vinegar I ain't finna get nothing with no vinegar so and and knowing that I need results good results for my car how dare I and people made some of y'all women listen to this and you probably still don't understand where I was wrong. But I had to humble out. I had to feel bad about myself real quick. And I don't mean like feeling bad and, you know, you know, uh, condemning myself. And I'm not talking about that. I just had to check myself. But the situation checked me. I had to be checked by men who I love and then that mechanic. Because life will humble us. And right now, a lot of us women been on this very high horse because ain't nobody saying nothing. Everybody's scared to talk out the same way a lot of people scared to talk about talk out about LGBT and fornicators and adulterers and people don't want to preach that over the pulpit. But at, 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 at some point, life going to find a way to humble you then. If you're not getting humbled through that pulpit, through the Holy Spirit, by your own common sense, if you don't get humbled out in some way, the, 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 the world will come around. Something will happen that will chin check you. And unfortunately, it's a lot of women that probably still won't, still won't humble out because of that pride and that pride come before the fall. But I received this thing that just happened. I received me getting that chin check because that man's feelings was hurt. Yes, he's out of order. Not it wasn't for he wasn't acting in professionalism. No, he didn't have no customer service about him. He a hood dude. He a hood dude who fixed cars. That was on me because I went to him. So that's a lesson I've learned. Yeah, I could probably get away with acting like that at the freaking dealership. <laughs> but to Joe Blow over here in the hood, you can't you can't get away with that. And I forgot that. I used to know stuff, but I forgot that. That it's a one-on-one situation. And my brother had to remind me of that. My cousin had to remind me of that. So, you know, I hope that this, ladies, I really hope that y'all listen to this thing because, because right now we're in an era, like a lot of y'all want so many things from your boyfriends, from your, from your husbands, 
but and and you feel like oh but he just ain't right and he just da 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 and you can think of a thousand reasons that are legitimately wrong with the things that they've done like they could be legitimately wrong and out of order but what does the scripture tell you what is God telling you about your husband what is God telling you about how you how you acting with your husband with your boyfriend with your dad with your male family your male friends like we are out of order in in these songs Beyonce and all these freaking you know movies and media got these women got us out here jacked up and got a lot of us out here single because of it got a gang of us out here single got a gang of us out here thinking that we on top of the world and independently got it going on but honey you can't make no babies and raise no babies sitting up there with that attitude because then can't nobody tell you about your child once you have your child can't nobody tell you about anything you you see what i'm saying you you if you can't have no teachable spirit how you gonna grow and a lot of us out here thinking that we know everything because we could watch a youtube video or we think we know everything because you know uh because our homegirls are are amen and the stuff that we say and yes in us we flapping and clapping our hands like we just know and we can't grow anyway you guys share this with your sisters this ain't really for the men today you know for the brothers i love y'all brothers or whatever i really don't even be preaching to y'all no way because i don't feel it's my place to preach to men but i do be hoping that my sisters be listening to these episodes men feel free to tune in and listen and encourage and send these um share these with your you know your your sisters in your life um just blessings to y'all but you know i just really had to to be reminded the holy spirit had to remind me like like he was telling me like i should have been enough to check you at the door but you didn't listen to me so not only did you end up getting checked by that mechanic you ended up getting checked by the men that I have around you in me and when I say they checked me the men around me they love me but when I say that they checked me they were just in other words telling me what the situation really was that I wasn't trying to see that I was in denial about and they had to remind me of what the reality of my circumstance was those men loved me enough to do that and them doing that telling me the truth and being honest with me and not not gassing me and not taking the side of the mechanic they looked at that thing very neutral which is something that in our family that we really try to do and they showed me that thing for what it was in order to get a better result and to fix hopefully potentially resolve the problem so you know blessings to y'all i hope that these and it, if you are a man listening to this you know this is i really hope that this is something that you are that you are mindful of because my family they 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 checked me in love these men checked me lovingly gently but very real they did not hold back truth you know to to make me feel better and like everything was okay no they just told me what was up and spoke to me how i needed to react to the situation now 
working towards resolve. And of course, my, my initial response was, but he the one that had the attitude first. <laughs> I was so, I was so upset. But you know, I was upset. It was easy for me to, I guess, be upset with that mechanic because he wasn't a man that was immediately, because like I wouldn't talk, I don't talk to my brother and my, I don't talk to the men in, in my immediate life like that. I don't talk to my brother and my cousins. I don't talk. I don't raise my voice at them. I don't sit up there. You see what I'm saying? Like I check the Holy Ghost be checking me, but I, I just completely avoided the voice of the Holy Ghost <laughs> when talking to this outside entity or man, you know, this outside individual who also has feelings, who, who wants to be respected. So I can't let all of that go out the door as a woman of God just because, oh, you ain't in my inner circle. So I got to treat you different. (laughs) Oh, the Lord just had to check me, you know? Anyway, um, blessings to you guys. I love knowing that you guys are listening all the way through. I love knowing uh, that it's somebody out there getting these podcasts. When I see that people are viewing these, listening to these, um, I'm really grateful and I'm really hopeful that the Holy Spirit um, moves moves in you, you know, whatever the, the whatever message you needed to get out of it. You know, some people, they don't get anything that I think that they would have gotten out of it. They get something completely different because it's something that God is dealing with in their lives and in their hearts. So, um, you know, again, um, just thank you. You know, thank you for those who, who listen in, who tune in all the time. Um, and share. I thank you for those who share, you know? So, um, anyway, guys, oh, and I always forget, I I said, I'm going to be more mindful to do this. I have a book, Wisdom and Red, The Words of Jesus. It's out on Amazon, uh, by Essence Yarbrough. That is my full name. Um, you guys can feel free to go check that out. And I just thank you. Thank you again. And I'm thankful to the Lord, you know, for humbling me and getting this, this, you know, some people will call it a a Jezebel spirit. You know, I, I don't know about all that, but, but just, you know, always wanting to push your opinion off, um, over a man and, you know, or, or trying to vindicate yourself or trying to get, you know, justice for yourself in a matter that didn't even need to get blown up as big as it did. Um, so, you know, a lot of us, we just want to do, um, what we want to do, operate in our feelings, how we want to operate in our feelings, but God would already have a plan, something better for us, something that would help us and not hinder us. And I hindered what God could have done. I didn't, I'm not saying I hindered what God could have done. Let me not say that. I messed myself up. Let me say that I messed my own blessing up. I messed up something that could have been taken care of some days ago. Okay. So and God is the one that comes in and got to do the cleanup work and speak through my family members because I wouldn't listen with my spiritual ear. So it's not cute, ladies, when we think that we can, <clears throat> you know, kind of go off on somebody. That's not cute. It's not nothing. It's nothing to gloat about. It's nothing to boast in. You know, we can if we're, if we're going to boast, we're to boast in the Lord and how the Lord turns around our situations how the Lord grants us favor, how the Lord grants us peace, how the Lord has given us wisdom to speak like ladies, speak gently, speak in the spirit, speak with wisdom, speak with seasoning, not out of foolish, selfish, vain ambition, 
not out of not trust you know not out of not trusting him and wanting what we want so i'm just thankful you guys that he loves me enough to rebuke me to correct me and to humble me and to love the humility to love and when i say love the humility i mean to love to to love the fact that he is willing to humble me and and y'all may again some of y'all i feel like some of y'all just may not get it because your your spirit your soul you are you so don't want to be broken by god in this area you so don't see it because you just don't want to bow down to God in this area because you think you're actually bowing down to that man or to that situation and you're not you're bowing down to trusting God to deal with the situation there is a story um gosh uh, by Haley Celesi, um, not by him, but of Haley Celesi. Um, um, what's um, and so so what it is is that you know Ra, you know Rastafari, um, his story. It was a story where it was somebody, and I, I can't remember it in detail, but there was a story of this man where where Rastafari had uh, he was he was basically trying to prevent a war with this with this other general right with this other guy some other nation or whatever and his you know his his tactic with his enemies was to actually show extreme humility to where the his enemies actually thought that they had the upper hand on him because he would submit himself you know oblige himself to these to his enemies while he's negotiating he's trying to negotiate with these men right but all the while while he's presenting in front of these men his humility what he was doing was plotting to actually overthrow them if they didn't act right and sure enough his kindness was taken as weakness and then next thing you know he flips the script and he's actually won over these opponents armies absolute wisdom and he was a christian initially that's why you'll if you know anything about rastafari um followers then you you know that they have like this this so-called christian twist in it except they call rastafari the messiah himself and all of these other things but that's a whole other (laughs) that's a whole other lesson um and different people have different ideologies on that but but this man was so wise and that's how he had, that's how he gained his victories though. That was one of the ways. So anyhow, you know, I'm just saying that our humility got, you know, while we're being humble up front, God is the one planning our victory. He's the one changing the hearts of the enemy. He's the one gaining the favor for us. So I just wanted to say that, and I I really, again, I appreciate you guys for listening, and I hope that you guys are able to gain something from this episode. Um, I didn't even mean for it to be this long, but then again, do I ever? (laughs) So y'all have a good one. You've been uh, riding the wave of wisdom in red, where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ and encouraging others to do so, hopefully, right? Um, Y'all have a, a wonderful day.